being an expert on general automotive knowledge, what would the correct ignition timing be on a 1955 Bel Air Chevrolet with a 327 cubic inch engine and a full barrel carburetor? It is a trick question. Watch this. The Chevy didn't make a 327 in 55. The 327 didn't come out till 62. And it wasn't offered in the Bel Air with a four barrel carb till 64. However, in 1964, the correct ignition timing would be four degrees before top dead center. Get ready for another hour of Drive Radio, brought to you by Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. Got a question for the experts? Then give them a call, 303-477-5600. Now it's time to pop the hood and get our hands dirty. Drive Radio on KLZ 560, The Source. And it's hour number two, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Myself, Christian Jamie from Fort Collins, Novus Auto Glass with us today, as well as Josh Goff from Legacy up in Boulder. Larry Unger answering phones, and, of course, Charlie Grimes, our engineer. Our question of the day today has been vanity plates, and, you know, good ones, bad ones, funny ones, whatever. Some that made it through, some that maybe shouldn't have made it through. We've got a few more texts coming in along those lines as well, so we'll get to some of those also. But, again, 303-477-5600 is our number. And we're here live on Saturday. If you're listening to Sunday, happy Easter, everybody, by the way, if you're listening on Sunday. Thank you for listening very much. And if you've got a question for us, even on a Sunday, you can text at 307-200-8222. Randy in, Den- or Randy in Detroit. Sorry, Detroit. What's going on, sir? Hey, vanity plates. Uh, you don't have to have two plates here in Michigan, but you can put whatever you want up front. So I did happen to find only two last year they had. Had the nice little uh, ram. One's like a mirror with a ram emblem on it. Yeah. My little Dodge Caliber. Yeah. The other one's black with a silver ram. I don't know if it is a ram, but that's perfectly Dodge, I think. So. No, that's a, that. that is actually, believe it or not, a trademark logo for, uh, you know, I guess, who, who owns, who, Stellantris? Who, what do you, how do you say it now? I think it is that this week. Stellantris? <laughs> so so week, that, that would be a trademark owned by Stellantris now, Randy, which is the owner of, of course, Dodge. And, ah. yes, that ram head is a trademark logo. Yeah, because I heard talking about, you know, that's a Ram thing, and I was thinking, well, I thought Dodge was Ram, and I was told it is, Well, Ram is Ram now. Yep. Dodge is Dodge, so Ram, Ram is Ram, Ram Chrysler is Chrysler, Jeep is Jeep, and so on. Right. But I'm in the right, right ballpark by having a Ram out of Dodge, aren't I? You are. In fact, I'm still one of those guys that calls a Ram a Dodge, but I get corrected a lot of times, even on YouTube, for calling a a Ram truck a Dodge truck, because I'm from that old school when they were Dodge trucks. I still think they're Dodge yeah. trucks, but I know it but is yeah. a Ram brand now. My nephew back in the day, I mean, he had a Datsun. I mean, I don't <laughs> know. That, and now that's a Nissan. Datsun? Yeah. It might be now, but back then it was a Datsun. No, it was. Yeah. No, that's where they were. They were. I mean, it was sure. actually Nissan owned them at that time, but they called them Datsuns when they imported them here to the U.S. Huh. So. Anyway, but yeah, no, you're, you're, you're all right questions. in everything you just said. You're correct. Okay. Uh, let me get to the specifics here, and it is pretty specific. Uh, you mentioned, you know, if I was your customer, you'd have those ball joints replaced. Yes. The, mm-hmm. You know, the years and the miles. Yes. Uh, I took it up to where they rebuilt my differential transmission place. Very okay. smart mechanics, very smart owner. I'm sure they, that the mechanic did it, but the owner was right there all over it. That's the kind of guy he is. He gets his hands dirty. Uh, I brought my car in because they just went out of business. They're going in retirement. So I had them take take the Jeep up there, check it for me. Uh, he said, my ball joints are, he said, they're tight, he said, and the vehicle is safe to drive. So that was his conclusion. So now, that play now, is this is my question. I got quarter inch to a half inch play in my wheel, in the steering wheel. The alignment's good, too, and the tie rod, everything. My front end is fine. Uh, there's a half inch to a quarter inch. Let's call it in between three-eighths. I'm a carpenter. 
because I can't measure my tape while I'm driving. <laughs> but anyway, there's okay. a little play there. They said the most likely culprit is going to be my gearbox. Mm-hmm. So if I get a gearbox put in there, that's going to bring it back probably to factory specs. So my question is going to be, is that going to, it's going to do one of two things. Is it going to take away half of, let's say I got a half inch, will it bring me to a quarter inch? And the reason I ask that is because the tightest car I've ever drove was my 96, so I know it was out there, but it was in a different car, 96 Ram Air with a WS6 package. I so much as touched that wheel, I was in the next lane. If I get a gearbox put in this vehicle, and I'm hoping it fast, it'll go half of what I got. Let's say I got a half for me to quarter. It's, it's not gonna, is it possible if I get a gearbox and if I touch that, I'm in the next lane, or was that just not applied to that vehicle because it wasn't made for that? It's not a race car. It's not a performance vehicle, if you understand what I'm trying to say here. So, so factory spec on that vehicle if I get a new gearbox. I'm not going in the next lane by touching that wheel, am I? Or probably not. Probably not. There's always anything with a gearbox seems to always have play in it. And right. you know, when you get a new one, it will be tighter. There also can be some play in the shaft that actually runs from the gearbox up the steering wheel. Mm-hmm. There's a couple, right. you know, U joints in there that tend rag to get joints. some play. Yeah, rag joints, rag exactly. joints, we call them. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not, okay. you know, I have a Cherokee, you know, and it's even when I put a new gearbox in it, there's always a little slop in that steering wheel. That's right. just the nature because, of the I mean, it was. When I bought the vehicle, it's, it's 22, but I'm sure when I bought it, it was 11 years old. Now it's 22 years old. So I, I'm not trying to answer my own question, but what I'm saying is if that brings it back to factory and I got a half, it might bring it to about a quarter. Yeah. So I, And that's probably the best you're going to get because that wasn't built to be a, you know, a Beamer, a WS6, a Corvette, what have you. Exactly. It, so, was, it was built as a truck, and it wasn't built as a sports car. Right, right. So... The technology was never applied to that car, so a gearbox isn't going to put me in the next lane by touching the wheel. I'm going to have that little heat in the gearbox. Yep, you are. Am yeah. I, You're always going to have a little play. Assumption? That is a good assumption. Okay. Then I'll, I'll decide how much it costs for a gearbox if I want to deal with a half-inch stake to a quarter. Or just leave it alone because I've been driving it that way for, you know, 12, 12 to 15 years. So. Anyway, okay, thank you very much. You are you very welcome, Randy. No, good luck. Have a great weekend. Happy Easter, Happy Easter, Happy Easter sir. Easter. Yep. Happy Easter. Thank you. Appreciate it very much, Randy. You take care. Got a question, text, by the way. Uh, Warren and Kathy, hang tight. We'll get to this in a second. Got a question for Chris here, though, that uh, uh, they just sent in. So, question for Novus. I have a 99 Forerunner. When rolling down the rear window, the felt edge is starting to rub on the glass. Can I put something on the felt or the glass to stop it from etching the glass? Um, by the way. No, the felt's probably wore out. I have a cardinal rule in my on my cars. What's that? If the car's dirty, you're not allowed to roll, roll the, window the windows down. down. Yeah, we get a lot of scratch glass by that. Um, okay, now, separate yeah, question. I, I'm going to ask you in a minute yeah. after you do this, but remind me. A to 99 Forerunner. So um, you know, I, I would probably think that you probably just need to see if you can get the felt um, molding from from Toyota and replace. And replace the that on the panel. Yeah, maybe replace the panel. Is yeah. that something you guys do, by the way? No, I mean we can. Um, you it's have not to get, a normal thing. I don't. Ha- I don't have access to the parts. I could just buy it from Toyota and then put it on. Depending on what, which felt molding they're talking about, I'm guessing that's probably the bottom one that rolls mm-hmm. up and down. Um, yeah, we could certainly do that for them. I, I don't know that it's real difficult. I think you just reach inside and pop it off and put it back in. But um, yes, we can. Sure, we can do that. Okay, Makes never sense. say no until we see it. I guess. <clears throat> Additional question I have on that, and, and maybe it's just me, and I pay more attention to it now than years ago but are side windows 
do they do they scratch more easily now than they did say thirty years ago? Or have they think, all been basically? The I think same that's the, the same time? common question with everything. Um, we get customers that come in all the time and say, "Hey, I, I, I've never experienced so much glass breakage. Or I've never had a chip. I lived over here, and um, you know, I never had this with my certain car. But we do a lot of Subarus and um, pickups and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I don't think that it has anything to do with the quality of the glass. I think it has a lot to do with how often you roll that window down, how often you're on the road, environment, your environment. Yeah, um, I agree you're, with that. You're, you know, it. it the, the traffic count out there anymore from, way higher from than what, 30 years yes, ago yes, is absolutely point. you know i don't know fourfold fivefold well and in our town you know the other thing that's, that's changed as well is in our town here the front range area especially uh, you know we do not get the same road maintenance out of CDOT we got 30 years ago we've got a lot more debris that's on the road itself uh yeah we're not using the fine sand we used to use to handle the snow side of the fence like we once did but that doesn't mean there's still not a bunch of debris no we got pothole season coming up yeah, so, yeah. so you know i i agree with you by the way i i don't know that it's a it's not a quality quality that, issue it's just a environment has changed right. issue absolutely i totally agree does that make sense yep absolutely but i do have a cardinal did i answer that, the question with yeah, the 99 forerunner yeah, no, 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 i think that's yeah, no uh, that is something by the way for those of you that are listening that uh that felt when it gets absorbed with dirt is probably the best way for absolutely. me to say that and they do they they will yep. it's one of those things where you you can clean those you need to watch it and the only way to clean it is to roll the window down Right. Look at that felt, suck it out with a shop vac first, and then you can take some sort of a cleaner 409, whatever, and clean that felt and get that junk out of there. We have the same complaint about wiper blades. People think that they need to replace their wiper blades because they're not not wiping, wiping correctly. Correct, yeah. Well, clean the windshield first to make sure that you either, one, take some Bonami or Barkeeper's Friend and use that because it's not abrasive. It won't scratch the glass. And, you know, Great certainly take some, take some time and but wipe the blades off and clean the blades with the towel. The other thing I will add, and I'm not trying to sell stuff for Chris here, but what the other thing I will add is as those windshields over time get all pitted up and, scratch, and they, they get, get all, you know, rough, if you would, yeah, the wipers are not going to work as well on an old pitted up windshield. We certainly have that conversation with customers when they come into the shop. Um, one, if, if you're replacing the windshield because it's scratched and pitted up, we should probably put new blades on it because the blades probably shot from... Right. from the rubber rubbing over top of those pits and stuff like that right. and vice versa yeah the wiper blades and, and folks here's something else real, real fast because i know a lot of you are thinking well unless it's cracked why should i replace it so you all know i drive a chevy bolt the majority of the time and i put a ton of miles on it the last year i got it really just a little over a year ago and it's my daily driver it's got one pit that zach fixed for me down here at the station and i do my best to kind of keep it you know keep that windshield up but it's my daily driver and it we go through all the junk we just got done talking about it's all of our road debris the daily stuff i drive sure. it no matter what i've got blizzx on it and i don't care if it's snowing whatever i'm driving it, okay i noticed the other day though because the way our sun now is on the way home we're you know driving into that glare yep. and even though that car is only a year old yep. i mean i can look through the windshield and say holy crap this thing's got a I lot got a, of i got a 2020 damage. ford ranger here and i went to porgosa and got caught in a sandstorm and every morning i see the pits yeah you know, and again, I'm, a I'm year in the old. glass business. I right. mean, the windshield myself, my cost on the glass is seven hundred bucks. I'm yeah. not going to replace it right away, but no, I notice stuff like that too. I, you know, I want, I like pitted glass and scratch up glass. A lot of people come in and don't realize that until after they put a new one in, and they're like, You're, I didn't yeah. realize how bad this well, was. Well, I, I liken it to you know people that wear glasses, which I wear contacts, but a lot of you know, they're kind of a similar situation. By the way, at the end of my thirty days, it's like, holy crap, I can't see anymore. And then you put a new set, and it's like, wow, I can really see. <laughs> well, glasses are kind of the same way. They you know, over time, they'll get pitted and you know you're cleaning them and no matter how yeah. you, how good you do at cleaning them they still get scratched and you drop them and things happen and then all of a sudden you get a new pair of glasses like wow i can really see through these things yep. the windshield's the same way 
And you made a good point about the sun being lower and higher in the spring and the fall. You know, when it's in the summertime, we don't notice that kind of stuff. But in the fall, you certainly notice the pitting and the and even older right. damages like we've had repaired before. Those they are a little bit notice, more noticeable because of the you way you can the, see them at that point. Yeah, because yeah. of the, the direction of the sun. All right, guys, we'll come right back. Don't go anywhere. Warren, Kathy, Spartacus, hang tight. We'll come right back. Drive Radio KLZ five sixty. For over 38 years, Geno's Auto Service has been serving Littleton and customers along the front range. Right now, you can take advantage of Geno's $74.99 four-wheel alignment special. Mention KLZ Radio and they'll include a free inspection of your suspension. During the winter months, icy roads and potholes can damage your suspension, so it's worth getting it checked out. This month, get a $50 NAPA prepaid Visa card with a qualifying NAPA steering and suspension parts purchase of $250 or more. As members of Colorado Select Auto Care, Geno's backs up their service with Napa's nationwide peace of mind warranty. Geno's continues to service Larry's automotive customers. To make your life simpler, Geno's offers loaner vehicles so you can drop your car off and pick up when ready. Give them a call or go online to schedule an appointment and be sure to check out all of their excellent Google reviews. They're AAA approved and located at Bowles and Platte Canyon in Littleton. Stop in or visit them online at genosautoservice.com. That's Genos with a J. Your next oil change could change the life of your vehicle forever. If you think that's a tall order, maybe you've been getting the wrong oil change. A BG Performance Oil Change BG. comes with a lifetime of engine and fuel system coverage and something else, peace of mind. Where do you find it? Find a shop in your neighborhood at BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. Because an oil change that offers a lifetime of peace of mind is a change worth making. BG. Avoid the pitfalls with Kevin Flesh. Picture this. You're in court before a judge and jury trying to get the at-fault party's insurance company to cover your hospital bills, and the defense attorney pulls out your medical records. Comparing what you said to the police at the scene of your injury to what your doctor transcribed, you've contradicted yourself. You start to get nervous. You don't want to look like an idiot, but you simply don't recall what you said to the police. That was a long time ago. KLC's personal injury attorney, Kevin Flesh of Flesh and Beck Law, prepares you for these kinds of questions so you never need to worry about what to say. Of course, the opposition will always try to call your credibility into question. But with Kevin Flesh, you always know exactly how to respond. Schedule a free consultation now at 303-806-8886. Kevin Flesh of Flesh and Beck Law. Trial tested. Trial ready. Napa know-how. A Napa guy knows that by the foot, there's no better ride than an old station wagon. Room for six people facing forward, two people facing backward, and a whole lot of luggage, lumber, and bicycles haphazardly strapped to the roof. If you can parallel park that beast, you can park anything. And with some quality parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep your land ship running longer, stronger. It's not obsolete. It's a rare treasure. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today. Any questions, by the way, on Autoglass? We've got Chris and Jamie here from Novus Autoglass Fort Collins. Any car question, by the way, myself, Josh, will answer those as well. Uh, Josh from Legacy up in Boulder. I also want to make something, uh, make an announcement. Maybe that's not the way I say it. A comment. I'll make a comment. A lot of you, and by the way, I appreciate this and love all of you dearly. A lot of you, though, keep sending me pictures of the new Ford Bronco. 
What you're all sending me are pictures of the new Ford Bronco Sport. It is not the new Ford Bronco that I look at as the Ford Bronco. So I think there's a lot of confusion, even in the marketplace right now, where folks are thinking they're seeing a new Bronco. And it is. It's a new version of a Bronco. It's the Bronco Sport, which is essentially built on the Escape chassis. Uh, I know it's not exactly an escape, but you get where I'm going with that. So uh, while you can keep sending me pictures, that's great. But just remember, there are no Broncos on the road as we speak. There are a few test vehicles that you'll see out and about. There's one over in Moab right now that's doing some testing that uh, Peterson, uh, the guys from the magazine, have over there. So you'll see one here or there in the media that's being out there being promoted but unless it's that vehicle that you're sending me a picture of, you're not sending me a picture of a new Bronco, as in the full-size replacement Bronco for what we had back in the 70s. That Bronco Sport isn't, in my opinion, a Bronco. It's absolutely correct. Am I saying that correctly? Yeah, no, I, for, for people who follow the Bronco, like myself and Jamie, we, we're, you know. The Bronco those, those are ours. Yeah, that's, not a Bronco. Yeah, that's exactly okay, right. Okay, thank you. I just want to make sure that I clarified that for all of you that are out there. Not that again, there's anything wrong with yeah, those. Yeah, and I'm not saying anybody's wrong. It's just, what, well, sure ugly. You, yeah, it, it is. is ugly, right. The Bronco yeah. sports are ugly. They are not the Bronco. So just so you all know, uh, you will not see, unless it's a test vehicle being tested right now, there has not been any full-size, I guess I could say it that way, full-size regular Broncos sold in the marketplace they do not exist right now. They've not even rolled out of the assembly plant yet. Am I right? They are on hold. They're on hold. So That is correct. I'm not so sure that chips aren't affecting that. But anyways, that's another conversation. Kathy in Denver, you're next. Yes, I have two personalized license plates, one that I've had for 35 years. It's O-H-W-E-L-L. Oh, well. Good one. I like it. And then another one that I acquired from my parents, it's D-A-M-F-I-N-O. Okay, explain. That one I don't get. Um, it's uh, actually the name of a cattle brand ah, that we acquired. Okay. All right. That makes more sense now that you say that. Because at first I'm like, okay, what's again, I will... One of the things I will tell you my brain is not capable of is interpreting really weird vanity plates. I'm just going to tell you right now. It's not me. I don't do well at that. Well, it's it's really what it's called is damn fino because they couldn't figure out what the name of the brand was. Got it. And somebody said, well, damn defino. (laughs) Good one, Kathy. That's good. Good. Congratulations. Keep them. No, thank you very much. That's great. That's funny. I appreciate that. Warren and Elizabeth, you're next. Hey, John. How we doing, Warren? Okay. Hey, I just want to tell you about my vanity plates. Um, I've got a 62 Galaxy. And it looks like a Mayberry Spellcraft. Okay. And I had that. Uh, since retired, I might put Carson's carriage plates on it because I'm cheap. Sure. My plates uh, were Mayberry, M-A-Y-B-R-R-Y. Yeah. Good. I couldn't get the E in there, of course. That's all right. No. Well, you know, at one time, I saw this the other day, by the way, in one, it, for a very short time in Colorado, those of us that are natives and can remember back to this, and I can't remember, maybe somebody can clue me in on when these years were, but we had a couple of years, Warren, where as Coloradans, we could get seven digits like California has on a license plate. It was only, if I'm, mistake, if I'm not mistaken, it was like two years, then they decided to go back to six digits only, and I don't know why 
I don't know why. I don't know why they went ahead and went went back to the six digits. But for a little while, we had seven digits. We were informed when we were in uh, Pagosa that they no longer use the letter Q in in the license plate really? anymore. Why is that? I do not know. I didn't know that either. Okay. I don't know. News if to me. I got it at an antique store, so it told I didn't us that. know that. Yep. Okay. News to me. Somebody will probably well, call and tell us. Go ahead, Warren. I don't know what you had these places right up, but. They were seven letters at the time. Like I said, I couldn't get the E in there. But, uh, uh, yeah, again, you're one of the yeah, few that uh, not that many people had the seven-digit plates other than, you know, I, I noticed one the other day. When you think about this, was there just a regular plate the other day that somebody must have transferred from car to car to car that had seven digits, and it wasn't a it wasn't a vanity plate. It was just a seven-digit plate and reminded me that, yeah, we actually had that for a little while. Yeah, well, I guess I hit that little narrow window at the time because that's what I got, but... Uh... That's really cool. No, good stuff. Yeah, on another note, on another note, well, six months ago, I sent you an email from the Louisville area. I hope you got it. I never got it back. Was that of like the early fifties? And what? And what? And you broke up for a minute there, Warren. What? What did you send me? I'm sorry. It was a old phone book out of the Louisville and area. Out of like the early 50s. I hope you got it. I I no, I did not. I, I, and I would have responded no. had I. So, no, I did not, sir. Oh, it's too bad. I found it at a second hand store in Kyle. But I thought he would have said it. Maybe I found it at the wrong address. That's okay. Uh, if you find a picture again or whatever, send it to me. Just you know, john at com. Love to see it. Okay. Well, hopefully. Warren Duke. No, I appreciate that. Ha- have a great week and uh, good Easter weekend. Real quick, I did find the answer. I was wrong. It was more than two years. 93 to 99, we had seven digits in Colorado. So from 93 to 99, there were seven digits in the state of Colorado. Let's go to Spartacus down in the Springs. What's going on, sir? Bonjour, mon ami. Happy Easter. Hey, happy Easter to you too, sir. Yeah, quick uh, on plates. Yeah. The two that I've kept, well, one is sold now, which the people in the office that were a little bit older thought said slow down, which it doesn't. Oh. And the other one is we fly them. In honor of my deceased wife, because she was a Pan Am flight attendant, I was teaching her fly, and I was in the front end mm. office. But a couple things, anybody, a lot of people don't know, there's a lot of guys, amateur radio guys, that have their call sign right. on right. plates. Right. Anything that starts with a K is a amateur radio call sign. And my dad and his brother, my dad was K0MDS circa 1960, and my uncle was K7LCW. I never put mine on there, but that was kind of cool. And then back to the discussion on OBDs. You know, I don't get this, but I've got one car. It's got a conventional OBD port, albeit instead of the left side panel, it's right below the GPS. But it's a fake one because the real one is a 32-pin connector underneath the hood. Anywho, it just and that's yep. a $300 yeah. sensor to read that thing. Yeah. yeah. You know why I'm going with that. Then back to your last hour, I was task-saturated with the house stuff and car stuff. But anyway, on the computer security, and you may have addressed it while I was driving around or whatever, but really important to get a VPN, number one. And number two, really important to get an encrypted email if you're dealing with anybody's money or anybody else's money. Right. Because it's gotten to the point now, like uh, the title companies I use, they will not accept any email regarding payoffs and wire transfers that are not encrypted. Yep. Reason being? Yep. The bad guys have managed to steal yep. hundreds of millions of dollars with fake 
wire yeah, too much fraud. Transfer. You're right. No, you're correct. It's exactly right. No, I did not get so, into uh, that, but good anyway, points. You're correct. Just a couple things. No, on you're right. That. So anyway, no, good stuff. Appreciate your show, and I hope I hope everything goes well with your brother. I appreciate it. I'm, I'll be down there this week. So thanks, Spartacus. I appreciate that very much. See you. You bet. Take care. Let's go to Jr. Has got a question on windshield. Jr. Welcome. What's going on, sir? Oh, thank you, John. Thank you. Yeah, I recently, last couple of months, had a new windshield put on by a, a Novus in Never Metro area. Yes. I noticed that uh, the VIN number, you can hardly see it, unless the glass is, is put up a little higher. What kind of car so is, is that, it? Is that a, a regulation? What kind of car is it? It's a 2010 Forerunner. 2010 Forerunner? Uh, probably the, yeah. you know, I, I, without checking it, uh, maybe the bead was... Um, they shoot the shot the beat a little high, and when they pressed out the glass, it probably covered the VIN number a little bit. Just you know, next well, you time. See the VIN number, just half half of it. But is that is that a state regulation? You have to see the VIN number. Yes, right, uh, I, I, I would is. guess, and that's the one that they usually is it go fully, off. Of. I mean, yeah, is it fully readable or not, Jay? I mean, I mean, if, 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 I mean, if, like if an officer went up and read it, can they read the VIN number or not? No, no. And I don't know no. that they, you know, without due respect, I don't know that if it's Toyota Frontier. A lot of times they're black and they're hard to read. Very anyway, hard to so see. they'll get the VIN number off of the. Right, you know, if the, the car is in question, they would probably check the VIN number along with the registration. So right. at this point, Jr., I probably wouldn't worry too much about it, but I would certainly point it out the next time you had it replaced. Yes. But, but what do you do if, if well they're going to be coming out anyhow? I guess do they replace the windshield or do they just? Clean it up. Just take the old, the wood sheet. Yeah, start over. Yeah, start over. Yeah, they can't do anything. Because I can't. You can't get down that low. You never get a razor blade down there to do any of it. I wouldn't sweat it too much, but I would point it out the next time you have it replaced. And it's in the door panel. Into the door. Okay. Yeah, and they also have it in the door panel and the frame and lots of other places as well. So it's not the only place of vins on the vehicle. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I wouldn't worry too much about it if it were me. It's happened to me before. So and I've seen it numerous times. Not a huge issue. Okay, thank you. You betcha, You're JR. No, great, qu- but good question. Good by question, the way. though. No, yeah. I appreciate that. Absolutely. And, and, and again, folks, there are certain vehicles, and you know, Chris can attest this, where there's not a lot of gap between where the VIN and the bottom of that that I call it the belt of the windshield is. Right. There's not a lot of room there. In fact, even on some of the cars right from the factory, it'll get really, really tight from the factory. So. Uh, yeah, some cars are just more room down there than there are in others. Yep, but if it's a hot day and they pressed it out, or it could vice, squeeze yeah, a little more just out. squeeze a little more into there. So yeah, it happens. Yeah, no, I, I get it. Okay, let's go to Eric real quick. We got lines open, by the way, 303-477-5600. Eric, what's going on? Hey, so, since I forgot you, I didn't realize you had the Novus guys. Yes, yeah, they're here today. So, what are your thoughts on, I see these videos, and, and I've actually done this on doing these super clean on a windshield. Super clean. Uh, clue me in. I don't know what you're talking about. So, the first step is you take and use a razor blade. You yep. clean the whole windshield to get all the crud off. Correct. And then it's like quad zero um, uh, steel wool yeah. to, uh, over it and then clean it and cl- clean it and clean it. Over time, does that will that cause any damage to the windshield? I would. John shakes his head probably no. not, but I, there's a couple of other options I would use besides a razor blade. Yeah, um, let me, okay. wait, yeah, let me. I'll put a caveat with that. Yeah, if you know how to use a straight edge razor blade correctly and clean that the way you're talking, Eric, no, you'll never do any damage to the windshield ever. But I will be honest with you, I have seen many a detail kid, uh, many a lot boy over the years, right. and so on, scratch up windshields and and side glass 
uh, in and out by using a straight edge, you know, straight straight blade razor blade on it because they don't know what they're doing. That's I mean, correct. one little you know flip of that or or not holding it correctly or yeah. whatever, and yeah, you've scratched it. And by the way, the best way to do that is to use your fingers and never use a tool. Yep, absolutely. And yeah. keep the windshield wet the entire time you're doing it with Windex or glass cleaner or whatever. Best do not way to, do it dry. Yeah, probably the best way to clean a windshield for it is, like I said before and, and earlier in the show, is use the Bonami or a, or a um, our barkeeper's friend, mix it with the soft scrub, soft scrub, something line. like that right. that has, doesn't have any abrasive on it, uh, no bleach. And I would certainly, if you go to like a paint store or a body shop, there's these uh, little white uh, Scotch Bright pads. They're not the green ones. Don't use the green ones or the red ones, or you will screw your You'll windshield. But the up. white ones really yeah. work well. They get the bugs off, and um, you know. Uh, we brand our own glass, but uh, glass cleaner, but um, you know, sprayway. Sprayway is great, great. No ammonia in it or no straight. Ammonia. Yep. Yeah, because I've, I've I've done my pickup a couple of times, and I was getting ready to do the semi here recently, and my boss saw me grab everything together, and he's like, "What in the are you doing?" And I told him, and he kind of looked at me, and he was he'd never seen it done. I showed him a video, uh, a YouTube thing on it, and he looked at me and said, "You screw up the windshield, you're buy, you're buying a new one." It's, yeah. I don't blame him. Yeah, I don't blame him. And by the way, and I'm not against anybody doing that. I What I'm against is a lot of these guys on YouTube showing people how to do things like that. But unless you've done it numerous times like you have and you really yeah. have the knack of how to hold the razor blade correctly and keep it wet and all those different things and work on a section at a time, not the whole thing at once. You know, there's little t- tricks of the trade that I don't know if those guys are explaining. And yeah. a lot of times the video guys yeah, don't get into that detail. I would use the white scrubby pad, or to be honest with you, grab an old newspaper. Sometimes that works well. Okay. And one other thing on the license plate you were saying about, John, the seven digits? Yes. You remember, you know when that was? That was only a couple of years ago, and that's when we had what they called it the Levi license plate. Uh, I don't, I'm not following you. Was, I don't remember it, that. It was, there was only a couple of years there where we had the unlicensed plate. It was like a blue and white plate, and there were some of them were seven digits because I have my father-in-law had one on his Explorer. Yeah, well, they, and I just looked it up. They were there from '93 to '99. I don't remember the yeah. Le, I don't remember the Levi plate for some reason though, Eric. I don't know why. I don't remember. Right, but that's that. what the, I think that's what the nickname was for. What was for it? But they were a blue and white plate. I don't. I do not remember that for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, I, I, I just I haven't seen one in a long time. I'll look it up. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, that was if I remember correctly, that's what the, the name. And, and what was the? Why did we have that? God only knows because we didn't have that many vehicles <laughs> on the road yet. I yeah, I guess I'm now, trying to nowadays, figure that out. Nowadays we need the nowadays we need the biometric license plate that we're getting so many. Cars now we can't road. remember seven digits if somebody steals your car. You can remember six. Right. Yeah. I guess that's <laughs> it. Yeah. There you well, go. Well, I've had the same license plate for 21 years, so that makes it easy. At this point. There you go. Yeah. DMV keeps trying to give me a new one. I'm like, why? There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. Keep you know, it. If there's nothing wrong with it, keep it. it, it, it exactly. Yep. Well, Good stuff. I mean, my father-in-law had a 44 that he got rid of before he died, and it had the same plate on it from 1958. Does he, do you, does he still have that plate or no? Uh, I don't know if my mother-in-law does or not. Those, you, and the only reason I ask, Eric, is believe it or not, those are sellable items. There's there's the ability now to take some of those old plates and actually re-register those to a specific old car, classic car. So they're becoming worth some money, actually, yeah, if it's still are. around. We collect them. Yeah. yeah we collect them. Uh, yeah, he sold a, he sold a car to, uh, to a collector in Vegas a couple of years before he passed away. Okay. But, uh, 
yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't the plate's probably. If, if she plate. still has a plate, it's actually worth some money. Yeah. I'll have to look in the garage. Next time I'm over there, I'll have to look in the garage. Yeah, do so. See what they've got. Yeah. All right, okay. No, no, thanks, Eric. Appreciate it very much. Yeah, for those of you listening, you may that's something we could probably do a whole show on is, you know, even some of the plates back from the, you know, 20s and 30s, if you get one of those original, were they, were they Josh and Chris cast? They, they were iron plates or aluminum or cast? What, what were they? They were a cast plate of some kind, steel. right? Just steel. They were just a straight steel yeah. plate. I mean, they're thick. They're really a thick plate. If you can find some of those and acquire it, and it's not being used, you, you can actually get those registered and actually use those on. And sometimes they'll even say, you know, uh, Colorado 1930, for example. So if you got a 30 Model A or something, you could actually use it on that car. So anyways, we'll be back in a moment. Don't go anywhere. Bob and Centennial is up next. And Jeff in Montana, welcome as well. Uh, we'll be right back. One line open, 303-477-5600. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Hello, Drive Radio listeners. This is Chris Hammond with Ken's and Leslie Distributing, your local BG Products distributor. Back again this week with your BG Tech Tip. This week, we are going to talk about fuel system cleaners. If you walk into any parts store and look at the fuel cleaner selection, you might become immediately overwhelmed. There are dozens upon dozens of selections available all wonderfully designed with labels whose goal is to incite a immediate purchasing decision. So how are you supposed to know if you need one? And if you need one, which one do you need? Well, let's start at the beginning. Every retail gasoline purchased anywhere in the United States has some form of deposit control additive, or DCA. In retail forms, these DCAs take on a number of different brands and most gasoline stations will advertise their particular brand of DCA. So if all of the gasoline contains some deposit control additive, why would I ever need to purchase one for my car? Well, unfortunately, the concentrations of the DCA in retail gasolines vary extraordinarily. Additionally, nearly all of them are inadequate for providing a cleanup of fuel-related deposits on modern engines. So, for most every vehicle you will ever own, you will always need some type of fuel system cleanup. So that leaves the question of which one should I buy? With so many choices to select from, as with anything on your car, you should follow the advice of the technician who knows your car and services your car on a regular basis. As a general rule, you will find the less expensive cleaners are alcohol-based and will provide significantly less effective cleanup of the hard carbon deposits in the fuel system. The best cleaners will contain a polyetheramine designed to clean and emulsify fuel system deposits. Oftentimes, one can simply follow the old adage of, you get what you pay for. Our recommendation for most port fuel-injected engines is to use a polyetheramine-based cleaner at least every 15,000 miles. Thanks again, Drive Radio listeners. This is Chris Hammond with BG Products. We'll talk to you again next week. Call Novus Auto Glass as soon as you notice a chip or crack in your windshield so they can save you more money. Novus Auto Glass wants to help you save more money by repairing chips and cracks whenever possible. With their patented glass repair technology, Novus can tackle tougher cracks than the competition. In some cases, they can repair cracks up to a foot long, but you have a much better chance at getting a repair when you act fast. Glass repair is more complicated than you think. 
something as simple as going through a car wash could make your little chip or crack unfixable. No matter what sort of damage you're dealing with, though, there's never any risk with Innovis Repair. Should your windshield repair fail, they will credit the cost toward a replacement. Novus works with all insurance companies, and for those without windshield coverage, Novus will give you a discounted cash price. It's simple. Novus Autoglass saves you more money. Visit drive-radio.com slash Novus now and find the windshield repair expert nearest you. Novus Autoglass, the inventors of windshield repair. Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance offers a rebate program unlike any other. Every year that you don't file a claim, you get a certain percentage of your money back. Just one example of how Paul Lewinberger, the personal insurance agent of John Rush, keeps your rates so low. He rewards his customers for their diligence and responsibility. Paul can also help you strategize about when to file a claim and when to pay out of pocket so you save more money in the long run. You don't want to shop online for insurance because you have no idea what you're buying. You need Paul Lewinberger with American National, the no surprises insurance agent. Call 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. And ask Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance for details about his unique rebate program for home and auto insurance. Talk to somebody with the expertise to advise you so you get the coverage you expect. Barber's Foods has been selling only the highest quality organic, antibiotic-free, and natural food products in Colorado for over 70 years. Their mission is to provide only the best food found in the marketplace from family farms they know personally. Right now, click on March Madness Specials at the top of barbersfoods.com to find these specials and more. Barber's Farms, ground beef, made in Colorado, from Colorado raised beef in one-pound packages, only $2.99 a pound. Thunder's Catch Alaskan Salmon, whole fillets on sale in March for only $12.49 a pound. And pre-order your Beeler's Duroc non-GMO spiral ham before Easter. Don't spend $100 or more for a spiral ham from a retail outlet. Buy wholesale and get a better ham at a better price from a family farm that Barber's Foods knows personally. Place your order today at barbersfoods.com. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Bob and Centennial, you've been holding the longest. What's going on, Bob? Oh, happy Easter to you all. Thank you, sir. Same to you. Yeah, I just, just had a glass question for Novus. Sure. Uh, do they replace the glass on side view mirrors? Yes. Yep, absolutely. By itself, or you don't have to do the entire mirror, by the way, Bob. Yep, absolutely. And if you do knock out the entire mirror, which sometimes that happens pulling out of the garage, um, yeah, we can do those too. Um, you know, just depending on the year, make and model of the vehicle, but certainly we can. Absolutely. There's a lot of different shapes and sizes and stuff like that. So we do a couple of different ways. We either have you text us a picture of it so that we can measure it up and or uh, just have you bring it by the shop. I noticed you're in Centennial, so that your closest one is going to be these guys down here, and I could certainly give you the number if you're interested. It's on the website. Just Bob, yeah. Bob just go to drive-radio.com, look for Novus. It's all right there. Perfect. They're all listed. Okay, well, this this one's cracked from top to bottom, and it's a passenger side. Yeah, it's yep. so. Yeah. What kind I mean, of car is it, Bob? Saving, it's a 95 GMC Sierra pickup. Uh, I knew you were going to say that. Uh, pretty easy. You know, they're not that expensive. Uh, maybe tops 40 bucks at best. Okay, for the. are you talking about to replace the glass? Yep, just to replace the little mirror. It sticks right over top. Oh, okay. All right. I mean, should I? do I bring the mirror in, or is that safe? Vehicle. Anything if I do? 
yeah, you could just talk, yeah, bring talk, the vehicle in. It's easier. Yep, just talk to the guys, and uh, you might have to send them a pictures of what you need, and then just set up an appointment with them. They'll get you taken care of. Uh, Zach in uh, Castle Rock's probably your closest, yep. Bob. There you go. I don't know the area very well. That, do you have one? You don't have one in South Centennial? Uh, no, uh, Zach's gonna be your closest. He, okay, he'll what, come to you. you just just yeah. call him. He'll come to you. Yeah, easy. He'll figure it out. What's the phone number? Oh, uh, hang on. I got, I don't have that in front of me. Give me one second and i will get it for you it takes me just a half a second here dun, 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 dun. hold on um let's see if we go to that's gonna be castle rock are you ready yeah 303 663 1800 663 1800 you got it okay i'll i'll give him a call thank all right you. bob nope thank you very much i appreciate you calling in and Jeff, back from Western Montana. What's going on, sir? Yeah, it so often happens to me. I don't have anything to ask when you start. It's all right. Subsequent conversations kind of okay. prompt questions. And I thought I heard earlier that you said you can use four-aught steel wool to clean glass. You can. It's very Is fine. Right? Yeah, it's super fine. So, yeah, you can. It's not going to scratch it? Nope. Need water with it, I imagine. Uh, I like to use glass cleaner with it, actually. The spray way that well, Chris was talking about earlier, I, 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 that's what I would prefer to do. Or is okay, that, so you would never good. do it dry. You would always always put wet. Sort of yeah. Yeah, even if you're doing a razor blade okay. like Eric was talking earlier, you're, you're going to want to keep it wet. Right. Okay. What about magic erasers? I've never used one of those on glass. The, the Mr. Clean things, I don't know. Yeah. What are you trying to get off? Just cleaning it? I'm just cleaning it, yeah, just kind of take the haze off the inside yeah, and the outside. Yeah, the inside, yeah, just the glass cleaner with, uh, you know, towel or microfiber there. But on the outside, like I said before, just mix up some Bonami, what did you say, soft scrub, mm -hmm. stuff like that. That works really on well. On the inside, Jeff, off. and Chris mentioned this earlier, best thing on the inside, newspaper. Yeah. On the inside of the, on the, inside of the glass, it's, it's the best thing to use. Just use newspaper. Okay, and it's, some, it's something about I don't, I don't know somebody maybe could explain this something about the ink and the and that recycled you know paper that a newspaper is made from and just the way that combination is it it's no streak it works great and it does you got to crumple it up yep okay um, and you don't have to use any water with it right I just, just use, well use your glass cleaner on yeah. and go yep yeah okay um, from an insurance perspective in terms of, I we just got a. Uh, New vehicle with all the fancy uh, you know, adaptive cruise control, mm -hmm. radar, and, and cameras and stuff. Yeah. And so from an insurance perspective, when does it make sense to do that yourself versus file a claim? Do you have any sort of general rule for that? Tell me what kind because of car you're driving. I have a $100 deductible. How much? It's, I have a $100 deductible okay. on Comprehensive. Yeah. What kind of car are you driving, so, well, I, Jeff? It's a 2019 Ridgeline. Oh, yeah. I had maybe 200 miles on it, and it took a rock in the lower passenger side and just two two big cracks radiating up. It actually cracked the inside layer of the glass. Oh, yeah, so it's broken. Oh, really bad. Um, yeah, you're lucky you got that, th oh, yeah. that $100 deductible. Those can be up near 1000 bucks. We were just talking about that during the break, um, you know, some of the cost of the glass and the recalibrations and stuff like that. Um, you know, certainly, uh, you know, in, in western Montana, you might be able to find one of our other brands up there. It's a Speedy Glass Novus in that direction so if you need some help you can certainly call us and we can certainly put there in that direction but we have some locations out there that can help you out yeah okay because i was um i didn't know if, if the deductor or the insurance coverage goes up the cost goes up if you make a window claim does that typically happen do you know 
you know, I can't speak for your insurance company because I'm not insur- licensed insured. But, uh, Jeff, you know. next week, Paul Umberger, my agent, will be with us, and he could answer that next week. I, I cannot answer that. I don't know. So. Yeah. Okay. And then finally, this is one that happened as I was listening on, on hold. Um, you said you can replace the glass in, in side view mirrors. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. Okay. Because I have a uh, 2007 sport track. And one of the things that has always irked me is the passenger side is slightly convex. And so objects are much closer than they look in that mirror. Right. And if I could just get a, a, a straight piece of glass in that mirror so I get an accurate picture of where somebody behind me is, because I, it, it's kind of an art yep. to make sure, especially mm-hmm. if I'm pulling a trailer, sure. make yep. sure I'm not going to cut sure. somebody off. Sure. So. Yeah. Can you can you do that? Can you put on a straight piece of glass? You know, it depends on the, again, it goes back to the year make model, object size, and uh, whether or not you can just put the uh, straight over instead of the convex. Convex, what do they call it? Convex. 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 Yeah. Okay. So possibly, yes. Possibly. Yeah. yeah. All righty. And by the well, way, I did, I did, uh, uh, Ann, who does all my production side of it, website updates and so on, did say she cleans uh, houses and things for a living. Magic erasers work great on glass, she said. Perfect. Okay. So there you go. Good. All right. Because you can get those. You, instead of getting the brand name ones, it's actually a form of insulation. Right. And right. you can. Act, I think I bought like sixty of them for eight bucks. There you go. And 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 they just have a big pack downstairs. They don't have quite all the ingredients in a magic eraser. Yeah, you use a little glass okay. cleaner. You'd be great. Yep, that's what I'm thinking. Good so stuff. You. Happy Easter, guys. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it, Jeff. Take care. Dan, Dave, hang tight, guys. We'll come right back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Most oil changes are the same. Old oil out, new filter, new oil in. It's a routine, a chore on the to-do list. What if your oil change wasn't the same as the rest? What if it was life-changing? BG. A BG oil change can change your life because it comes with free lifetime protection for your engine and fuel system, which means a lifetime of peace of mind for you. Find a shop near you at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. BG. No one likes to be that person. You know the one, stuck on the side of the road, busted tire, making everyone slow down to get around them. With Legacy Automotive's new tire sales, you don't have to be that person, ever. Here in our Colorado climate, you might be closer to needing new tires than you think. A bad set of tires can be dangerous and even life-threatening. Tires should be regularly examined for cracks, bulges and blisters, and other signs of wear and tear on your vehicle. The skilled team at Legacy Automotive in Boulder will be able to examine your current set of tires, let you know what they recommend based on what they find, and help you get on the road. Legacy Automotive is a Napa Gold certified auto care shop and employs ASC certified technicians. So don't be that guy. And make an appointment at Legacy Automotive today at 303-396-0555 or visit them online at LegacyAutomotive.com. Legacy Automotive, locally grown auto repair. Hunting down that hard-to-find part for an out-of-the-ordinary car can be quite a time-consuming chore. Unless, of course, you just go around the corner to your local Napa Auto Parts store, where we have over 310,000 parts, all of them made to fit and perform just like the original. Yeah, there are people who say it's the journey and not the destination, but those people have never tried to find an alternator for an 82 Fiat on a Saturday. Go to NapaOnline.com for the location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff.
Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us. Dave from RoofMax, one of my great sponsors on uh, Fix It and Rush to Reason. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. I got off the phone so I can uh, put a call in. Well, I appreciate it. No, thanks. Yeah. So, quick question. Um, and, and I have a quick comment as well, but in regards to glass, um, you see my truck and I, I put a tremendous amount of miles on it, but uh, I get a leak on the inside of the windshield that it got replaced about a year ago. Is that something that could possibly be rectified or get a replaced windshield? What kind of truck are you talking about? Uh, 2015 F-150. Yeah, I would think that um, whoever put it in should be able to take a look at it and see what the problem is. Where's it leaking? Yeah, Dave? where's it leaking at? Do you have a sunroof in uh, this vehicle? I do not. No, it's coming from the top of the windshield and going down between me and the rearview mirror. It's coming huh? from the yeah, top. that would probably be an obvious spot because yeah. that rearview mirror is right there. Um, sometimes yeah, okay. that happens with that wire. But um, okay, yeah, you don't have a sunroof though. I do not have a sunroof. Okay, I that's usually our first question. Right. <laughs> I try to avoid them for that reason, but yeah. It's, uh, yep. Perfect. That'll work. Um, and then kind of an uh, unrelated um, car question. I'm hearing a lot, uh, and I know, Johnny, you, you see my truck. I've got the uh, yeah. twin turbo V6. Right. Um, I'm hearing a lot of, of uh, stuff about adding a catch can to these. Yeah, there's some guys out there really promoting that, Where, and I think some of these guys that are really running hard, and, and they're putting a you know a... a um, Basically, it's a like we used to use it in the race days. You know, used to use catch cans in the race days. They've all all they've done, Dave, is take that same idea that we used to use back on the on the racetrack, you know, back in the day, and using it now on on a, really the EcoBoost engines more than anything else. I don't really see them advertised for anything else, and they're just right. trying to catch some of that um, that blow by, I guess you could say, that's coming out of the engine that's natural. And it's more natural, by the way, on turbo engines than on than a regular you know naturally aspirated engine. And and I get this question a lot on the show, and and, and Honestly, I don't have a good answer. Do they work? I don't know. That's my answer. I really don't know. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Some of those guys swear by it, but again, is it a gimmick? Is it just something they're trying to sell? Does it really work? Honestly, Dave, that's the one. Somebody needs to probably get it, try and report back to me because I don't have an answer. I, I don't know. Okay. I can't imagine being that big of a deal. Again, you know how much driving I do. Crud ten of miles on it, and uh, it's running like the day I bought it. So I don't know how. I, I'm, I'm, how I would rather are. see guys spend money on doing EPR every oil change, 44k yeah. every oil change, and go that route and maintain it properly yep. that way, and not have to do the catch can at all. That's my thought, Josh. Which, yeah, which, that's the way I would go. And I, I did do that. I think I mentioned to you as well after I had, had that done. I, I, even on my truck, I, I do maintain it pretty regularly. Uh, I did notice a big difference yep. after having that easier yeah. done, so it was really good. There you go. Yeah. Um, and if I may real fast, um, I don't know uh, if how many um, people are interested in them, but I did meet with a, a, a customer this week that's got a, a an older VW Bug. Mm. Uh, and I think he reached out to you a couple of years ago, and he's, he's trying to sell. So ah. It sounds like he's pretty um, eager to uh, okay. get out of the garage. Um, I looked at it when I was there. Beautiful. Uh, been repainted, interior redone, just a beautiful little video. Which color is it? Um, uh, it's like a minty blue. That's what I thought. Yeah, I was. I, yeah, I, I remember. Th- I remember seeing it now. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So he, he made a point to show it to me. It's a beautiful little car. Um, okay. And uh, I was in, if I was a, I was tempted to buy it myself. Um, but uh, they're not going to go down in value. 
They're not, no. So it's a beautiful car. So if anybody, I don't, I don't okay. want to call me or they call you. No, yeah. Whatever, no, you know, anybody you listening, call me. I'll get you in touch with Dave who can get you in touch with the yeah. customer that's that's got this. Yeah, anybody's looking for a really nice, and this really is a mint VW. It's it's a nice car. Yeah, I, I, yeah I've seen it. It's nice. And he's motivated. He's motivated. So okay. anyway, I just want to put a plug out there for him and help him out. But okay. Other than that, I thank you so much Perfect. for your time. Thanks. No, Dave, appreciate it very much. And Dave's, by the way, a great sponsor on the other two shows, Roof Max. If you want to rejuvenate your roof, save money. Some of this deductible stuff we've been talking about, even on the glass thing, it's the same thing on your roof. Give Dave a call. If you need his number, uh, let me know. I'll send it to you. Uh, drive-radio.com. You can always go there or text me 307-200-8222. Dan and Monument, you're up. Yes. A couple uh, Corvette vanity plates that I've had. Still have in some cases. Uh, NVRSLO. Never slow. Never slow. Got it. Never slow. And then the other one is STL FLYN. Still uh, flying. Oh, yeah. Got it. Yeah, good one. Now, if you get pulled over with either of those, you're toast. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine. I imagine. That's good. Yep. Anyways, I've got a question, uh, a different question. Sure. I've got a couple exceptional, I mean, really showrooms. Okay. Uh, used cars, Lexus sedan, about seventy, seventy-eight thousand thereabouts on both of them. What's the best place to sell as a private salesperson? What years? You know, you got all this electronic websites and everything. Right. Else, but what? How new cars are they, Dan? Uh, one's a two thousand nine. One's a two thousand four. Okay. What's so the models. Yeah, uh, one's an ES three fifty. The other one's an LS four thirty. Oh, those are nice. Yeah, really nice cars. Um, unfortunately, they're not rare enough to where you know you do something on. Yeah. You know some of the other you know uh, you know what I'm talking about some of the specialty right. car places and so on. I probably on those car, believe it or not, right now Facebook Marketplace is right. doing really well in that area. I would probably just put them on Facebook Marketplace. Okay. Describe them well. Any other good places? pictures. Yep. Honestly, you're, you'll do as well there as you will anywhere. You don't have to pay anything for it. No, I, I'm not They'll joking. be gone in 24 to 48 hours. Uh, yeah, not joking. You'll do well there, Dan. They're, yep. they're fine. Yep. And now those are good enough cars where if you get to the right used car lot, they'll write you a check, too. Yep. You said you had yeah. a what? An ES? An ES and an LS, both. Yeah. I mean, the, the cars are unbelievably good. I mean, every time that they go into the Lexus dealer, they want to buy the car. There you go. I, I was just going <laughs> to say, <laughs> I'm not so sure I wouldn't roll them back in there and see if they don't want to write you a check for them. Yeah. They're going to try to make some money. Used cars are really, right now, really good used cars, Dan, are hard to find. So they probably would write you a check. Do you have to be a member of Facebook in order to go to Facebook Marketplace? To view, no. To list, yes. I think you can go to, um, let me me think about that. You do not have to. It's on OfferUp. You can go through OfferUp, which is an app. I don't think you have to be on Facebook Marketplace to do that. Okay. Stay away from Craigslist. Thank you very much. Yeah, Craigslist, I wouldn't do Craigslist, Craigslist is almost a thing of the past now, guys. Yep. It really is. Yeah. So, honestly, the dealer, as far as just writing you a check and, and making it quick and easy, if they give you close to what you're asking, it's painless, I, I would almost just drive them down and ask. Yeah, they're not close, John. They're mm-hmm. not. I Where know. are the cars they're at? trying to make a Oh, yeah. he's monument. He's a ways away. Monument. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Got it. Okay. Yeah, it might take you a little while to sell those if you're in monument. Thanks, Dan. Appreciate it. All right, Mac, Loveland, Ken, guys, hang tight. We'll come right back. One more hour coming your way. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments. 
Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.